Christopher. Hello, hello. What's up? Uh, we were just talking briefly before this. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little tired, but uh, yeah. And the viewers are at home cannot see this, but <laughs> I'm on a video chat now with uh, your wondrous co-host, and there I don't even know if I can do justice to this background that you have <laughs> for your webcam. So it's- there's. It's one of the standard ones that was there when I updated Skype. So Yeah, there's candy canes. It mm-hmm. looks like there's other creatures. It's glowing. It looks like an acid trip. More it's magical. It's magical. It is magical. Um, so, yeah, this is another episode. I'm excited to dive in. There's a bunch of stuff that's been happening. Mm-hmm. I had a bit of an anxiety attack yesterday. Just because of COVID and a bunch of things coming together all at once. Right. Got some sleep, feel better, so good. Ready, to, ready to go. Good, good. And you've had a big week. Uh, it's been an interesting one, yeah. So I watched your inaugural, I struggle with that word, yep. stream, Yep. where you did something that no one's ever done before, <laughs> where you set up a camera... Uh-huh. Some DJ equipment. Yep. And laid down some beats. Right. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it was fun, which is mostly a credit to uh, the uh, club quarantine regulars that have been super supportive about me doing it and showed up um, in pretty good numbers for somebody rolling out their first stream ever and were a lot of fun in chat as they always are and uh yeah it was it was it was a good time i like my webcam literally got here an hour before i started streaming so i really had no idea if it was going to come together or not but all in all it it mostly did um it sounded it sounded professional it sounded yeah. good. I think you had said you need to fix your mic a little bit during the stream for some reason. Well, I just don't have like I'm playing through like the cheapest of cheap um, mixers right now. So it's not even really a mixer. It's just more of a MIDI control controlling what's happening on my computer. So there's no way for a microphone to go in like it would on like a traditional DJ mixer, which usually has some built in functionality of like pressing to talk and then maybe like slightly dampening the music when you do that or whatever. So instead I'm like dialing it up on (laughs) the same thing that I'm using right now, like an audio interface. And apparently even though on my screen, it was showing me being super loud for people uh, out there in Twitch land, they couldn't hear me. And so then it was like all night long, me trying to turn it up loud enough, but not too loud. So that was a little bit of a, a hitch, but uh shout out to, uh, my friend uh, Salty Texan, if he happens to listen to this, uh, that's one of the uh, Club Quarantine moderators that helped me figure out what my settings should be to get actually some decent sounding audio. Because the first few times I I tried it, it 
sounded like poop. <laughs> no, that I was impressed. It it sounded great. At and you had some lights set up, some smoke machine going. Yep. So yep. I think you might have to have a seizure warning for folks <laughs> yeah. that want to listen to the music but might have epilepsy. And I, <laughs> you mentioned that before, and and you're probably right. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, it's like those warnings on Netflix shows. It's like, yeah. hey, if I think if they had it for Stranger Things. I only get a slight hint of what it looks like for people on the other end. So I don't know just how intense it was there. There was a laser that was occasionally directly hitting the camera. So that may have, have caused some, some issues. I don't know. No, look, good. I, I got a screenshot of you toasting the audience at one point, which yep. I was pretty pleased with. Yeah. I appreciate it. Cause I wasn't recording it and I'm not saving for like video on demand because as Twitch savvy listeners might know they're in the midst of a big um, mm -hmm. kerfuffle around copyrighted audio appearing on Twitch and uh, streamers are basically losing like their life's work um, in saved videos because they, you know, played music in the background or even the game that they were playing had copyrighted music and now they're getting, you know, mm -hmm. notices from the major labels. So um, if you're going to play a sweet Billie Eilish uh, bootleg, you best not save that to, to Twitch right now. And I was listening and I'm like, this really sounds like Billie Eilish. And I yeah. tried to innocently ask in the chat, like, hey, who is this singing? And three people at once asked me, like, this is Billie Eilish. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. You're supposed to say ID. <laughs> um, I don't know the lingo. Yeah, no, uh, not that he'll be listening, but just in case, uh, shout out to uh, my boy Mayon. That was a, a bootleg of his that uh, I basically became a, a Patreon 100% to, to get that. <laughs> so. Well, you were talking about needing equipment, and I'm excited for when you reach Twitch affiliate and you can set up donation box and sub and everything and start blowing up. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the blowing up part, but I, it does look like I should be able to, to get to affiliate, which was not even really on my radar as of a week ago. Like, I didn't really know that affiliate. W I mean, I think I had heard that term, but I'd, I guess I didn't really know the difference between that and like partner and whatnot. So I innocently thought just anybody could jump on and, and have subscribers and whatnot and and. Not that, that you have to hit some benchmarks. Yeah, that was not again not really my goal. I didn't really imagine that I was going to get on and have a, a bunch of subscribers or have this be a side career or, or something like that. Um, so yeah, it was like literally three days before I streamed that I figured out oh there's benchmarks for this and have to hit them. But again, thanks to Club Quarantine, uh, they were all had my back. So I, I think I've already hit <laughs> all the benchmarks except for just doing enough streams so well you had over 30 viewers which for our first show i think is awesome yeah i think we had around 70 unique people and a good core group that stuck around pretty much the whole time so um that alone got me several benchmarks and then i think you have to have 50 subscribers which a couple of uh people I, again don't know that any of them will listen to this but uh if uh Caesarina or Miss Ural does. They they both uh, went out of their way to get people to come and like the stream. So I'm I'm, I'm over the that benchmark. So it looks like I'll be an affiliate in a few weeks, which will be interesting. Do you have a schedule? 
Well, I, th- I think I have to work that out. Like right now, as you know, loyal listeners will know, we're on a on a club quarantine um, break. So there's no club quarantine streams. So my first one was on a Sunday night, which would usually be deep Sunday. Um, so I would be competing against a people that I want to support and b streams that I want to watch. Um, so I have to figure that out. I'm, I'm thinking that Wednesdays will be a, a usual day for me and then we'll figure out some other days too. Are you doing one this week? I'm actually doing another one tomorrow, Wednesday night. So, so I think I'll, I'm going to try to post this today or tomorrow. So Tuesday, Wednesday. So folks will hear this and how can they find the show? So, (laughs) uh, my Twitch name harkens back to my online gaming days, which actually harkens back to uh, a party that you were at. Yes. Uh, so my Twitch name is Bootyus. It comes from a a old old. We've probably talked about this sometime on this podcast before, but I'm we had a, repeating the story. Sure. We, we had a make your own superhero party. My roommate and I. Um, back when we were all in grad school. So and this was ninety eight. Yeah, it was 99, 99, I think, maybe 98, it doesn't really matter. Um, and it was around the time of Mystery Men for all six people that remember that. Yeah, that I saw that in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yep. Wow. And so we decided to have a Create Your Own Superhero you know, dumb superhero party and me being the mature psychology grad student that I was and, you know, still am exactly <laughs> created bootyus maximus which was essentially a superhero with the giant butt um and so the bootyus was just something that's always been there whenever i needed like a you know a username for something it's you know i'm just almost always available so like your xbox live name that was my xbox live bootyus. name and so when i started when i first got onto twitch and thought well, you know this is like eight nine years ago at least um you know i thought oh i might stream games i might be on here doing magic or whatever so i made booty as my name because that's what i was on all those services so shortly after club quarantine got started i threatened to change it because it just seemed kind of ridiculous but i i there was an outcry there was an outcry i got everything this side of death threats about daring to possibly change it so i guess we're stuck with it i i recall dressing up as a deep cut, the Philadelphia Phantom, right. which was the former minor league hockey team for the Flyers. And I had face paint this. I think I just I had long hair at that time, but it was all like blown dry, blow dried out. And uh, I was rollerblading in your house. <laughs> <laughs> that part I had forgotten. But yeah, so I was I was classing it up. Yeah, I had a broom ball stick, too, that I was brandishing around all night. <laughs> uh, Good times. Yeah. So uh, that was a very long roundabout way to say that they can find me at Twitch. How does one spell slash Bootyus? B O O T E U S. So twitch.com slash Bootyus. And they yep. can follow, subscribe. I don't think they can subscribe yet. They, but they can, can follow. follow. Um, so I think when you follow and then you go, say, start a show, like they'll get an email. Yeah, as long as they have that active, they would get a notification. Right. So, and. You what know, time I on Wednesday? Uh, this seven Central Time, so eight Eastern, five Pacific, 
six mountain time. And I will say when I was listening and watching, I was also on my couch. So I had it on on my phone. So mm-hmm. There's a Twitch app you can you can download. And so I had it on my phone. I could hear it. And I was also playing Hades, which I've talked about. So I'm playing Hades on my Switch. I'm listening to you on the phone. Right. Interacting people with chat, pausing. And uh, like I said, it was fun. It was a cool vibe. Um, yeah. I mean, again, that's 80, 90 percent of the Club Quarantine folks. They're a, a good time. It's a big reason why I've been so dedicated to that throughout quarantine. They've been, you know, a fun group to hang out with and they they brought it from that first stream. So I, I hope they'll keep coming and hanging out and it's good times. I may expand into doing other things. We'll see. There there could be Turd Ferguson streams in the future. <laughs> there I've also watched one of your Turd Ferguson performances, which right. I enjoyed. I was thinking the other day about like starting a stream with a Turd Ferguson song and then just, you know, slamming the play button. Just dropping a beat. Yeah. <laughs> and then a, a good friend of mine asked me if, uh, you know, I had played Freebird yet. And that also got, because, you know, I, I sort of have a, a reputation. I feel like it's somewhat, you know, um, unearned and or inflated, but for being kind of the BSer on club quarantine and causing trouble and giving people a hard time, uh, which I know you can't relate to because I never give you a hard time. Well, uh, we talked about how you chased everyone off my stream and <laughs> I haven't been back. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's on brand if I were to start a stream with Freebird before I started doing anything else. So we, we might have to make that happen at, at some point. I'm totally in support of shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I would love to do something that's more like, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't uh, crowdsourced or uh, whatever, some names for it. But it would be fun to do one that was just sort of like Chris's record room and just hanging out and listening to like non-electronic music and talking about it and whatnot. But do you have a smoking jacket for that? It sounds like well, you would need one. I, in fact, do. Yes. <laughs> So uh, that's a great idea. It's another use for the the vintage smoking jacket I per- once purchased for another costume party where I was being extremely mature. So, yeah, I, I also recommended that you should take the Lando portrait out of the bathroom and put it behind you because that would just be <laughs> awesome as and behind you just with no explanation. <laughs> you know, I had a candle lit. Uh, on the last one, maybe I should figure out where to put Lando with a candle so it's kind of a Lando shrine. Yes, and then people start sending you stuff. So yeah, I yeah. can go around it. Uh huh. That'd be great. Like Lando Funkos and little tchotchkes. Yep. Um, I'm so yeah. really excited to be in on the ground floor and where where this is going to go. Who knows? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it was also uh, fun because I. I had heard of this term just from watching Twitch streams and the whole concept of raiding. Yeah. I didn't know what that was, but I saw it in action, and that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I had to learn how to do it on the fly. <laughs> so for the for those not initiated at home, what, can you explain a raid? 
it's just essentially a command that you give that then takes your stream and any, anybody that sticks around to a different stream. And so then you all pile into their stream and usually people are hitting raid emotes and whatnot. And it's just, it's a way to, you know, hopefully support other people that are like-minded or doing something that you appreciate. So um, I didn't actually know the person that we raided, but uh, some of my, some of my friends did, and I trusted their suggestions. So. Well, I hung around for that part because mm -hmm. your stream ended, and then I I didn't have to do anything as a person in the audience. Yep, I was just transported to this other person's stream, and I wanted to check in because I kept looking at his viewers, and I just mm -hmm. wanted to see the the guy's reaction when all of a sudden his viewers jumped yeah. up by thirty. Yeah, and he was just like, "Oh, hey!" You're he was right. Like really pumped up. It was cool. It was yeah. just, I think again, just kind of a neat vibe. Yeah, one of my absolute favorite things about Club Quarantine is raiding because a lot of times we get somebody that has no idea that we're coming. And, you know, there's been streams that like they have 20 people and then suddenly they have 700 and, you know, they have I think the guy that we raided kind of had the little um on-screen emote stuff that sort of pop up as yeah. people do stuff. Right. And a lot of times people have that, and then it's just this explosion because... Right, it's all these little from raid like, icons. Yes, exactly. Raining down. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and so when that happens, some of the reactions for that are, are, are priceless because... Um, you know, getting rated by somebody like pretty well known, especially if you're like a, a DJ and whatnot, it's a lot of fun to watch people and see that uh, look hit their face where they they get rated by somebody like that. So something I've had in my mind, and I haven't asked you about this yet, but what goes into forming a, a playlist? Because now <laughs> you can't really play those songs again. Well, I think that you can. Um, but Well, I guess how much pressure is there on you to, to mix it up? I certainly would not want to come back and play, like, all the same songs again. Like, I think there's maybe, depending on, I, I mean, I, a lot of people do it different ways. Um, you know, I, I, as somebody that's watched a lot of Club Quarantine, like, he has played a lot of songs many, many times. And frankly, my first playlist was you know, a whole lot of songs that are from club quarantine and club quarantine adjacent streams. Um, ow, sorry, I got a cat clawing me. Uh, oh, we can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, no, I would not want to come back with like the same list in the same order again. I would imagine tomorrow night I'll play maybe one or two things that I played Post the other night. And then, yeah. And then I have, you know, a whole bunch of new stuff. The problem is going to be like if I really try to stream even twice a week to keep coming up with all new stuff can kind of add up in a hurry. Um you know, if you're purchasing music, which I'm trying to, because, you know, support your artists. Um, so we'll have to see how, how that all goes. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I think it really varies from person to person how much time they put in ahead of time. I gather that behind the scenes um, that Dave Dresden, Club Quarantine, puts in a fair amount of time figuring out what he's going to play and um, potentially even like kind of the sequence and stuff like that. Mine was a little more on the fly <laughs> than that. I was I was curious if you had planned that out or if it's just like, oh, this song would sort of flow into this or. 
Yeah, I, I mean, there was a little bit of that just from, you know, them being songs that I like and have been listening to. But a lot of it um, and I was making a lot of jokes in chat because as you get good at DJing, you should really do things like matching keys so that like as one song goes in the next, it's not really dissonant in terms of like this song was in C and this next song was in like F sharp minor that like had shares no I just made up keys because I'm not a great music theory person. I mean, those are two keys, but I don't know how many shared notes there are. Point is, is it can sound like a avant-garde, uh, you know, musical selection if you're not careful where like all the notes are really uh, abrasive with each other. <laughs> so, um, you know, you can do a lot of planning about wanting songs in the same key and the same type of feel and like, you know this lyric starts here. You want to make sure to start before that. And you can sort of set all those points up. I did very little of that the first time, like the, the point the first time was just to make sure that it worked and see if anybody showed up. So I think going forward, there will be more and more of that. And I think some of it too, just comes from if you start playing a bunch, you start to hear like, Oh, this would go really good with this. I'm going to do that next time. Yep. So do you have a set list of sorts for, for the next show? Yeah, I've already got a, a set list of a lot, of quite a bit of stuff put together, and I've got a, some stuff on Beatport to buy and download that I wanted before the next one. Um, and I had a set list. I had way more music than I could possibly use for the last one because I just wasn't sure how upbeat I wanted to get, like how many people are going to show up, what the vibe was going to be. So um, I got to pull some of that for the to the next one because it didn't get used. So. Nice. Well, yeah, that's, it, uh, I'm excited for it because I know you've been thinking about doing something like that for a while. And to have a a first performance slash show that was certainly successful, it's, I imagine that gives you more reinforcement to keep doing it. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I was really touched that that many people showed up. It's, you know, it's very motivating. Um, you know, it just kind of all came together. I had tested doing this months ago but my old internet connection even though it should have been enough just wasn't like a you know i got frame drops and stuff all over the place and could never figure out what the issue was but i ended up changing service providers a few weeks ago and then it magically worked pretty well and then i got to consult with um you know these mods that have been doing a, a really big stream and were kind enough to consult with me about stuff. And it just kind of all quickly came together. And then when club quarantine went on uh, hiatus for three to four weeks, I just kind of threw out in chat like, Hey, do you, do you guys want, you know, the booty SBS stream? And people were like, yes, I'll be a moderator. Um, so yeah, it uh, just kind of organically came together and it's, it's fun. We'll, we'll see where it goes. So those folks, that crew, you've sort of you've publicized this or advertised like, hey, I'm going to be streaming again tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, there's a you know there's a corresponding private group on Facebook that you know I'm letting them know I'm streaming in and posting it in the Discord, and I will probably or not probably it's a, several actual you know in real life friends have asked me to let them know that I'm playing the next time. So I'll be posting it like on my Facebook too. So my mom might be in the stream nice. for all I know at this, this point. Mom's like, what's plur? <laughs> Mom's going to be like, why is everybody talking about taking their pants off? <laughs> why does it say pants optional? <laughs> 
Well, and our legion of loyal listeners can tune in. Absolutely. I would love for those people to, to, to tune in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I don't think we have other than yeah, no, because my wife's putting our son down. So yeah, she'll she'll be putting him to sleep, and I'll be by and trying not to do something uh, inappropriate in the chat <laughs> that gets me banned. That's uh, well, that's kind of what I'm known for is 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 treading that line in in club quarantine. So you know that that can be your your role in the new. I'll uh, try to take it easy. All right, good, good. Yeah, what else? So that's cool. I'm excited to see how that develops for you. Um, yeah, I tried to do that years ago with Hearthstone and could never really find a good rhythm to it between playing a game and sort of being a performer. And for a while, I didn't have two screens, so I couldn't even see what was going on in chat and yep. going back and forth at I think about trying to do that again, but at the same time, it's like I have other things that are keeping me interested and occupied right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I th- I mean, I've sort of had two screens the other night, and I do think there's a lot of skill to that, like to be able to to talk to people like through the microphone, which I didn't do very much of because of the aforementioned microphone problems and monitor chat like not like try to moderate it but just like try to see what's going by and interact with people and then do something djing and djing has natural pauses that you could do those other things to like sit there and try to play a game like hearthstone that like you need to do a lot of like focusing on the gameplay like seems like it would be even more challenging to balance all that stuff like i have a lot of respect for all the people that are doing that like people think oh it's super easy like you get on twitch and you play your favorite games and you you know you make money off of it like that's 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 not how play games step two profit (laughs) like you really have to be able to to divide your attention and and be really entertaining and um you know i i don't know that i necessarily all those things but it's it's fun to to give it a shot and and have some people show up and see where it goes yeah speaking of balance i was playing hades while on the treadmill (laughs) and i I almost fell off twice two or three times it's good work uh yeah we've learned from past uh, treadmill incidents oh goodness (laughs) i was walking slower than usual but at the same time it was still Got a little uh, hairy there for a few <laughs> seconds. <laughs> but I've still been playing that. That was fun. I went on that podcast and had a good time talking good. about the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, What else? A couple episodes of The Mandalorian, because I know we teased that this is turning into a Mandalorian recap. Oh, yeah, show. right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I expressed some strongish thoughts yeah. about that second episode with... Uh, spoiler alert mm-hmm. uh, baby yoda eating the eggs which were going to be babies i thought it was an odd choice yeah yeah and i guess i didn't realize this because i watched the episode days after it came out so i sort of missed the kerfuffle where other people also were like hey that's not a good idea and it was this i guess there were articles written back and forth online and people were saying like people need to get over it and other people are like no this is a big deal and yeah i know you're not too 
affected by it one way or the other. Well, yeah, I did. I, I honestly missed any controversy when it first came out. I think seeing you write about it was the first I saw. And then I don't know if like a few people responding to you linked other things or I, I did see a few other things pop up in my feed after that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I told you when we talked about this a little bit last week that like, I don't have a particularly hot take on this. Like I, yeah. I uh, I definitely see why some people were upset about it. I definitely saw, you know, kind of what they were going for on the show. It didn't really bother me as I watched it on the, the show. Um, I kind of saw it coming. I think I said out loud to to my son as we were watching it, as soon as they showed those eggs and, and he took an interest that that was what was going to happen. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It just struck me as lazy in terms of writing and plotting. And I also felt like if there were more women involved in the creative process, that that wouldn't have happened. But then, you know, the head of like Star Wars is Kathleen Kennedy. And yep. I mean, they turned it into a toy that you can buy where it's yes, like they did. Yoda <laughs> or baby Yoda is like looking at this vat full of eggs and right. It just is, it's strange. And I'm not like super woke about it of like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not watching the show. Like, I like mm. the show. Um, it just made me feel uncomfortable watching it. Like, I, my wife and I went through fertility issues. I've talked about that. Like, I don't, it's not like I felt personally offended by it. It was more of why make this choice in the show? It just seemed unnecessary. And they returned to it it literally felt like a family guy joke where mm -hmm. it's like, they do it once. Oh, it's funny. They do it twice. They do it three times. It's like, that's oh, really not funny anymore. Mm -hmm. And then they do it a fourth time. And it's like, okay, it's funny again. Like, <laughs> it was very consistent throughout the show. And it was, yeah, it's the last shot of the show. It's like, they, they drag it home. Like, yep. He's eating right. another one. See yep. like how that funny that is. It's like, yeah, it's like one, I didn't find it that funny, but also, it was, it just seemed unnecessary. And there's a bunch of things in that show that from time to time irk me. Like I like it overall. And we gushed about that first episode of like, Hey, this was really fun. And this mm -hmm. was like star Wars. And just, it seems like just a, a series of fetch quests for them. Like, mm -hmm. Hey, here's some dubious information. Okay. I'll go here. All, All right. right. Here's more dubious information. Okay. I'll go there. And, um, you know, it's enjoyable. But it, some things about the show irk me a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, it's like, for the most part, it's, and we've talked about this, uh, I think, a couple of times now. It's like, it's it's what Star Wars is supposed to be. It's like, it's not, uh, I'm trying to think of like, you know, really, really like a heady filmmaking <laughs> and my tired brain is failing. You said avant-garde earlier about the music. So right. I mean, it's here. just, it's not, you know, it's not great filmmaking. There's not going to be uh game of Thrones level of like violence or hard R content. Like it's, you know, it's Star Wars. Like, that's kind of what it's supposed to be. Like, it's not supposed to make you have to think too hard. Um, uh, to me, it just it kind of hits all the right beats for like it feels like it feels like, you know, 19 
77 it's Star pretty, Wars. It's pretty simple. To me. Yeah. And simple's okay. And then the original idea of, of Star Wars is like very much a mix of like Western and um, the old Saturday morning matinee movies. And that's kind of how this feels to me. Like it feels right. And, and to your point about the eggs, like there was always some stuff in that early Star Wars stuff that was like a little bit like here and there just kind of pushed the PG a little bit. Like, you know, going back and looking at it, like when um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru die, like that's pretty gruesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I do think there's a plot reason for why they keep having Yoda eat things and make choices that bother you a little bit. Like, I think that you're supposed to be reminded that like, uh, you know, this, this being could go either way in terms of who they become is I think kind of what you're supposed to be taking away from that. Um, I do kind of agree with you. Like there was supposed to be a joke in the eggs and I didn't really particularly find it funny either i knew other friends of ours did so you know whatever yeah and i don't know if they're trying to slowly kaiser sose baby yoda <laughs> that would I seem mean, that would seem like an odd choice but i suppose it's an option i don't even if that was their original intent with the character i suspect that the success of both the show and that character as a you know, marketing and uh, uh, merchandise sales thing will will probably preclude that from happening. But I definitely think you're supposed to worry a little bit that that could be what what happens. I think that's kind of the point that there are one of the reasons. See also Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> God, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think you're supposed to understand, like, you know, not only is this like a child that just is still learning stuff, but also this is like a potentially strong in the force person that could could go either way and it has no real guidance right now other than a you know bounty hunter so what could go wrong right (laughs) so yeah you know i I see why it would would bother some people and the kind of like our discussion way back when about um you know uh musical artists with troubling details of their personal lives and whatnot. Like I don't really blame people if, if that was a line that they're kind of like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't have that reaction myself, but, uh, you know, and I saw other people responding both to your thing and other, other people saying, Hey, you know what? I had fertility issues too. And this, I still thought that was as funny. Like, yeah. you know, it didn't, it didn't seem cut and dried to me either way. Like, you know, if, if a woman had been more involved in the script, like this for sure wouldn't have happened. It just, you know, they, I I think they kind of wanted to push a little bit of a button there and they definitely succeeded in that. Yeah. I I think the other thing about the show is I, like Star Wars should be such this huge universe where you have the opportunity to tell a lot of different types of stories. Mm Mm-hmm. And it all just goes back to the same characters that they've already <laughs> created. So now everything's merging with Clone Wars and Rebels. And it's just like, eh, I, I, in some ways, it's kind of cool to see those characters. And there's a fun element of that mm-hmm. where they, I mean, they have all this lore to play around with. And that's such a luxury that 
the Mandalorian has. Mm-hmm. But it would just be nice if they did their own thing. And this season seems to be just like, hey, there's maybe Boba Fett, or mm-hmm. hey, there's uh, Boa Katan, the Katie Sackhoff character, right? That was uh, prominently involved in Clone Wars, and Ahsoka is going to be in the show in the future, and. I'm just like, eh, like kind of cool. And at the same time, you, you could do so many other things. It's just going back to a well over and over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I think it really comes down to how they use it and, you know, how much it serves what's going on and how much it feels like. I, I mean, I know, and I do not want to get into a long discussion of, you know, the, the mistakes of past Star Wars movies, but uh, it did really bother me in both the uh, prequels as well as the more recent trilogy. Like, just some of the ridiculous, like, you know, I, I, I know some of our friends would get into, like, it's not, it's not just coincidences you know it's like the force and but you know when you suddenly sort of retro that like oh by the way uh anakin built c3po like that just bugged the the crap out of me um and i and nothing that's happened in this show reaches that level for me so far anyway i will say i kind of prefer where the um fan service are like little bitty shout outs um you know when they do stuff like oh this random thing from the original star wars is actually it's a thing that holds money like that kind of stuff i i I kind of enjoy or even if it's just a cameo of like hey who was that you know was that one of the original like rebel pilots in the typhoon or in the in the x-wing like that kind of stuff Mm mm-hmm I'm fine with when it gets into like, Oh, and like this big character is coming back and this big character is coming back. That does start to bug me a little bit more. Yeah. So we'll see. There's been three episodes. The last one again was just sort of another like, Hey, there's a Mandalore maybe over here. Go, go check it out. And <laughs> right. it was a very short episode and it was just barely 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it had some cool action stuff. And, um, you know, we'll see see where it goes it's entertaining i'm glad it exists and i i just sort of wanted to do its own thing and i don't i don't know when the baby yoda thing gets old like when that gimmick starts to run its course Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know how that resolves so that's going to be interesting to see yeah, no, I mean, I I really enjoyed the first season and, you know, there was kind of a lot of that going on in the first season as well. But I just thought it was generally really well done. Like the the IG droid in the first ones is like expanding on that idea and yeah, like was cool. and was in like a good way. And, um, you know, stuff like the two biker scouts standing there talking to each other and that, yeah, were great. Um but and that like, whole prison episode where it just almost felt like a different genre of show, yeah. mm-hmm. like that was cool. Like, I, and I, I imagine there'll be stuff like that this season. It seems like a lot of it early on is just setting up these different pieces to, you know, be in the same place. Yeah, I, I hope that it will continue to be more like that first season and that it's not going to fall into that trap that Star Wars has over and over again of like getting really self-referential and like you know trying to 
do a lot of fan service that, you know, just starts really missing the mark and blah, blah, blah. Like I, I know, I know people, one of our friends in particular who might be listening are real excited for, uh, Ahsoka to be in the episodes, but even that I'm kind of like, eh, what? what? You know, uh, I just don't need every Star Wars thing to have Jedi. No, I, I don't either. And I just, you know, I don't need every Star Wars thing to have like, oh, guess what? This is Lando Calrissian's daughter. Like, let's let's keep that, you know, to a minimum to a minimum. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched like a preview or anything for this next episode. I don't even know if they have previews for that or they just I feel like last year they did, and I don't feel like they've been having them this year at the end of the shows. Because I know last year, sometimes I was purposely not watching the very end because they would have a teaser for the next week. So, I, I do like the credits with the uh, conceptual art, with the the McCordy style yeah, uh, concept art. Yeah, that's, that's really sweet. Stuff. That's mm-hmm. a that's a cool approach, um, and I. I'm annoyed that I always have to X out of the, hey, you might also like. <laughs> oh, yeah, when it gets small on your screen. Yeah, I, because I, then, Will was making fun of me because I had spent like <laughs> two minutes of feebly trying to get that to go away like an old person the last time. <laughs> eh, where's the button? <laughs> Can't work this thing. So, yeah, what else is happening? Anything else we should check in about before uh, signing off? No, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there is, but uh, it's it's kind of been one thing into the next for me. So I'm I am I'm pooped. I gotta I gotta get my beauty sleep so I can play for two to three hours tomorrow night. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you gotta not overdo it at work tomorrow. So you have <laughs> right. Enough energy. <laughs> that is a decision that I, I a calculus that I've had to make. Is like, do you do you mention to your co-workers that you're doing this and so far my calculus working in the especially the schools i do it's like no i'm not i'm not mentioning you this. can't see me right I'm, now but i am just shaking my head with a grimace on my face <laughs> right. like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold that boundary for now so yeah i remember the first time a, a co-worker a few years back is like oh i heard you have a podcast <laughs> i was like what <laughs> <laughs> you you heard from a who uh, yeah nothing ever really came from it but yeah, I mean, by and large, I, I it wouldn't bother me to have them show up, co-workers, excuse me, that is, but um, definitely would not. I, I don't want any, like, seventh graders finding it. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, they're not part of the equation. They, uh, it's, yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't need the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pants off emote from <laughs> my friend's uh, friend stream. Best emote ever. So hit us with the details for your Twitch stream. Yep. So again, I think, I mean, number one, if you just get on Twitch and search Bootius, B-O-O-T-E-U-S, I'll come up. I have the my avatar is an old picture of me and uh, with <laughs> I, I'm peering at you through a crab uh Costume's not even the right word, but uh, I'm easy to find that way. But then I think if you go to Twitch TV backslash Bootyus, that works too. Nice. And confusingly on Twitter, you have a different name. So you're going to have to decide that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's almost like I need a different account now for, you know. I'm but guessing Bootyus is taken. Maybe. 
Probably. I don't know. I'll have to see. Uh, I can't be the real bootyus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not those fake bootyuses you've heard of before. Give me my check mark. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm Geekzinga on 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 Twitter. So. Yeah, and I am the id dm. So excellent. Well, congratulations on your stream. It was a lot of fun, and I'm Thank you. very happy for you. And uh, I'll I'll tune in tomorrow at least for a little bit. Good. Before. Hope to see people. Yeah. Yeah, it's and I'll have to. I was thinking I'll have to try to send you just obnoxious mix mixes like, hey man, play this. <laughs> It'll be like some techno remix of Hunger Strike. Uh, that actually reminds me, there's a song that I'll play tomorrow night. It's a pretty new one that I really thought it was better singing at first. I was uh, like, oh, Cascade got Eddie Vedder. Mike's gonna go nuts. And then the person sings in a higher range. I'm like, that is so not Eddie Vedder. But at the, when he's singing in the low range for 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 a half a second, I thought it was it's gonna make like a Scott Island or Scott Stapp joke or something like that. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, I'll look forward to to hearing that. And yeah, we're uh, on a good uh, clip of recording here, so. Right. Certainly with the lockdown likely looming, Pending, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be back. Yep, we sure will. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Night. Nice.